Hey, hold on, bro. I'm, I'm doing a little podcast right now. I highly, I highly listen. Look here, this is how it's gonna go. I'm gonna do what the B say, do. You do what the DJ name say. And burn. Burn one and saute. If you ever try, Gucci, man, you might burn one. And I'ma burn one for you. another episode of the burn one podcast got your boy rodney in here you got your boy too bleasy in this thing we have a very special guest with us today very very special let me get the applause going i ain't gonna lie i like i let the people introduce themselves i don't know if you might got some aliases you go by or something <laughs> i'm gonna let you get your shit off though you know what i do got a new name i'm calling myself uh you got the confidence curator here Okay. Donisha Wells, a.k.a. Donnie. Yeah. What the Instagram name stands for? How did you get the, like, the actual name? Well, I guess it's the same, ain't it? Your at name and your, like, profile. What is it? You know what? It's pronounced Lamaria, and I have been waiting for somebody to ask me that okay. question oh, all my yeah, life. You know, I had Literally. Too, <laughs> I was so I'm like, damn, is it, like, La Maria? And that's how everybody said. <laughs> La no. Maria. Look, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. So, you feel me? That's why I said, I'm going to go in and let the people get their shit off. I'm going to just let you do your shit. You feel me? Yeah, it's Lamaria. Okay, Lamaria. it's my middle name. So my whole name is Donisha Lamaria Wells, but I didn't know how to spell my name for the longest. I know, look, don't judge me, man. <laughs> so I didn't know how to spell my middle name for real up until like the sixth or seventh grade. And that was right when Instagram came out and all the platforms. That's when I could like sneak and have a Facebook, you know, I had to lie by my uh, age. I guess, yeah. And I was like, you know what? This is going to be the perfect practice for me to learn how to spell my middle name. I'm going to just make it all my social media handles. Like, I should know how to spell it by then. I mean, that that's a good idea. Yeah, it stuck. That's and it was idea. different. Did nobody else have it? And I hate, like, all the dots and underscores. So mm. I just made it my middle name. Well, we appreciate you having uh, coming to the Burn One Podcast. Absolutely. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be here. The Confidence Curator. How do you curate confidence? Um, through dance. That's my business. I have a business. It's called Risk and Regards, where we provide empowerment through dance and networking. And my slogan is, your confidence is your best feature. So I teach people how to be confident in themselves. I teach them self-love through sensual movement. So I do adult dance, all things risque. You came up with all that by yourself. I did. <laughs> hey, she got the juice. I ain't gonna lie. That shit come off the tongue now. I Thank fuck with you. that. So, how long have you been doing this? Um, I've been dancing for eight years, teaching for three, in business for a year and a half officially now. Okay. What uh, like what lessons have you learned so far from the business aspect of it? So you launched during the pandemic. 
Yeah, because yeah. that's, that's pretty different, launching a business during the pandemic. Man. How was that? It was forced <laughs> survival. I had, um, I was working a job, and it was cool. I was an acquisition agent for this timeshare company, so I was, like, making hourly and commission. Um, but I had always danced. I was working in all different types of dance studios. Um, honestly, it was just something that people wanted to pay me for. And I'm like, I ain't going to turn down no dollar now. I heard that. No, I'll turn down the dollar. I mean, I put out the wrong message. <laughs> but, yeah, I started to realize that I'm really gifted at this. And people really, um, people really come to me specifically for this. And um, I wanted to grow my own platform, but I wanted to learn first. I had, like, been on tour, traveled and danced, been on dance teams, but I wanted to um, – I had this idea of getting my own studio and creating something big that I ain't going to speak too much on. So I wanted to work in the field to know, you know, um, what that looks like. And I was working in, like, two, three different studios. And when they fired us, I was still working in the studios. And then COVID became, like, a really big thing, and they shut down the gyms. And I was like, well, what the fuck am I going to do now? <laughs> like, that was all my money. So I started um, making accessories and making masks. I was slanging masks. I hear me. <laughs> and I was making a killing. Um, and when they opened up the studios and stuff, um, I just started back doing my own thing because at that point, I was like, I'm really not making no money, man independent contractor from these studios them paying me like 20 30 an hour or per class i should say and i'm only getting like two three classes baby that's not even gas now mm -hmm. so i was like i could just pay you 20 30 an hour to rent out the space and charge 20 30 ahead and i right, was like i right. think i think that's what i'm gonna do and i had built up my own platform so i'm like i'm working in these studios and bringing these people who have never been in your establishment they're coming for me so i just started to realize my power and i'm like i'm finna you know, if I could do all this for you, I could do this for me. Let me see what that's talking about. And the business began, and it started to grow, and it took off. And I was like, okay, it's cool. So, like, you said you also do business consultations. So is that for, like, just other creatives? Are you doing, like, any type of business or, like, anybody that approach you on some consultation? Like, how, how people get that? Um, They could get that. Through my site as well, riskeverguards.net. Um, it's for anybody, anybody who has a question. So my background um, is business. I like to say I am a proud college dropout. Okay, proud, heavy on the proud. Some applause on that one. We need some applause okay, on that one. Okay, you hear me. <laughs> so, um, all throughout high school, ever since I was able to pick a path, it's always been business and administration. Um, I was in college for maybe three, four months, um, and my major was business management, and I had a minor in marketing. So I know a lot about business, especially running one for so long, having so many mentors, being in so many different cohorts. Um, even though I dropped out, I still went and got like some further education in that field. So I graduated from Corner to Corners, the academy, which is like a different cohort. I went to the NBIC, which is the Nashville Incubation Center, um, I'm participating in a program sponsored by Goldman Sachs. So it's like I have all these different certifications in business. And experience is the best teacher. That's what I always say. So definitely running one and it being a legitimate business. A lot of people don't know the difference between like a hobby and a business. But my 
excuse my French, my shit is registered. Also that one too. I know. Yeah. Man, <laughs> hey, it ain't Sunday. Well, it is Wednesday. No, it's not. It's, it's Thursday. Not, it's not Wednesday. <laughs> I was, hey, motherfuckers, they be on. I ain't gonna call them, you know, but they be on church on Thursday, don't they? They, 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 <laughs> they do go to church on Thursday. Yeah, hey. some people go mm-hmm. every night. Come on now. But yeah, I um. I offer that as well. I'm super good at networking. I'm just a people's person. Like, I can vibe with whoever because I don't nah, yeah, I can tell. walk so many paths of life. Yeah. I'm like, look, I may not be able, I may not be able to say, like, I went through the exact same thing, but I'm sure I can relate to you somehow. And I think just creatives in general, we know how to make something out of nothing. That's what we used to. That's, like, that's our gift. That's our passion. Most definitely. So you said you got into dance when? Um, I was 14 years old. I mean, don't get me wrong. This this is a lifetime thing. You know how you, I always tell people, and they be looking at me like I'm crazy, but I say it started at the family cookout. Like, you know how they I mean, eat yeah. a little five and they make you dance. <laughs> yes. uh, I was I like, oh, okay, get that. this five. <laughs> don't put the spotlight on me like that. Man, I used to love it, man. I'm finna use this five. Chase the popsicle truck down. I'm finna win this battle. Finna <laughs> hit their ass with the pancake. Yeah. <laughs> That's like where I started dancing. Um, and it's just something that I've always enjoyed to do. Something I've always been passionate about. And I was on my first team in high school. I was a halftimer in high school. I was um, a majorette in high school. And I went on tour in high school. So that's when I was like... I was dancing. I used to be super duper shy. I would never come and talk. I know that's like that sounds yeah, crazy. I, I say that, that now. now. No, I cannot <laughs> imagine a, a shy Donnie, not at all. Man, I used to be so afraid of the world. I don't even know why. Yeah, I really don't. I was so afraid of everything. I was scared. I would go to the back. I would not want to be chosen. Like I would hide, and they was like, "Hey, you good?" I'm like, "No, who me?" <laughs> They were like, come to the front. Like, we want you to leave. And I was like, me? Are you sure? Like, I don't know what I'm doing now. Um, and just as as time went on and I started to believe in myself, like, I started to see that other people saw a light in me that I didn't see in myself. I was like, you know what? I am kind of good. And I would see other people. I'm like, yeah, I'm killing her ass. Like, <laughs> no shade to her. She doing her thing. But I'm like, yeah. Eat, I'm like, she ain't this. Yeah, I'm like, I might be. I might be gifted at this shit. So and it just progressed. When you first started doing the classes? Uh, I first started doing the classes. When was my first class? It was August 21st, 2019. That was like, that was my first twerk class. Mm-hmm. That was the first class that I hosted under um, myself, like my brand or whatever. My first dance class in general I used to be, like, an assistant for a coach. I've always done some type of assistant work, no matter who it's for. So I had a dance coach, um, and she was my dance coach in high school. And then um, she would just have me help her out. She would, like, split us up into groups, and she would choose me. She'd be like, hey, go teach them the routine. Like, you got it, and they're going to listen to you. Like, you do a good job of showing others as well. And it went from that to her being like, would you come travel with me? Like, would you come teach with me? And I was like, for real? She was like, I'll pay you. I'm sold. I'm coming. Stay late. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, it's already something I enjoy doing. So I traveled with her, and we would go and do, like, different majorette workshops around. And she would just sit there 
doing a really a bunch of nothing and I would sit there and teach the girls and she I mean I guess she would be like a coach she would just be like okay this look good but she would really like pass it off to us the instructors like hey make up this routine teach them like whatever you think look good I'm going off of what you say and she would just put me in different rooms and then um it went from me teaching kids to the parents coming up and asking like hey can you teach me and I'm like teach you <laughs> Th- this is not for you and they were asking, like, I want to pay you to teach me, too. Cause, like, you're really good at this. And like I said, I ain't turn down no dollar now. It's like, okay. So, like, I've, I'm going through the page and everything. I see the twerk classes. I see you've had a chair class. Yeah. <laughs> you going through my page over there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, the chair class I'm really interested in. How did that go? Um... So all the studios I used to work in, one of them was, and I never thought I would find this, but they do exist. It was like specifically an adult studio. So a lot of dance studios have like company teams and they got kids. I don't got nothing against kids. I just don't have enough patience for them or mental stability. So I was working at this studio that just changed my perspective because I used to have so many people and I still do. Like, you know, you got got the haters they're like oh you ain't gonna get nowhere with shaking ass you ain't gonna get nowhere with twerking or like this form of dance is gonna take you nowhere you should be doing ballet you should be doing jazz you should be doing hip-hop and I'm trained in all of those genres but I'm like I don't want to teach that I want to teach the sexy stuff I want to I want to do and women want to know how to twerk they sure do. I'm telling y'all, my top ten clients. And there's some that need to be taught how. <laughs> I'm saying, like, ain't nobody doing ballet at the club. You want to know how to twerk? Exactly. So, like, come that's on. What I'm that's a, that's a, what, what did they call those? That's a uh, what were they called during the pandemic? That's an essential service. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. And my top paying clients, the people who book private sessions are your local attorneys and teachers and the people who just can't, you know, they can't be seen doing that. Not that they don't want to, but mess with their image or whatever. And they pay their top dollar to get them lessons. Because they're going to know how to shake that ass. They're going to know how you feel. (laughs) And that's fine. So, like, uh... (laughs) But, yeah, that studio... Aisha Curry. Come on, Aisha. (laughs) You don't think Aisha Curry not a twerk? Did you see that video of her trying to whine on on Steph? Was it recent... It's probably faded, bro. They just want to ring. Let her have her, well, her moment. The other girls be fading and be throwing that motherfucker. Okay. She probably just need a... She needs some lessons. She, she needs need to become some the risk game Hey, the door open. Holla at my girl. I mean, hey. What's up, Alicia? Let me get you right now. When you, when you host these classes, are there any... I mean, you don't got to say no names or give any descriptions, but... Are there individuals that come in that just like, damn, like you really got it all wrong? Like it's more back than ass. It's like <laughs> you gotta really like, cause I, cause I, <laughs> it's like teaching somebody how to dance almost and giving them rhythm. But I would assume twerking is way different because the way some women twerk with just they back, I can tell that's not how they supposed to do it. So how do you teach someone how to twerk? Can you give them a just a verbal tutorial? Yeah, 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 yeah. A step, a verbal step by step. <laughs> It's a work in progress. Let's start there. And it all begins with your confidence. Like, I'm not just saying this because this is what my business sells, but this is like a lifestyle and it's truly what I believe. It is you having the confidence in self and it all starts within. You need to be comfortable in your body and know your limits. Everybody can't do everything. Like, I never want somebody to come to my class. I'm not trying to mold them to look like me. You ain't going to look like me, Mm -hmm. but you shouldn't want to. So 
starting off, you want to. Wow, I've never had to give a verbal tutorial. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I didn't want to sound like a creep and be like, "Can we get a tutorial?" <laughs> like, yeah. But I mean, I'm sure there are women or and men that come into the class that don't have the right rhythm. Is it you? Where do you usually see the mechanics screwed up? I think that's an easier question. I would definitely say um, mindset is always the biggest barrier. Mindset is the biggest barrier. After that, attire. Like, you can't be expecting jiggle, jiggle, and wiggle, wiggle, and you got on some tight leather. It's not going to work like that. Mm. Um, And then, yeah, not knowing how to isolate certain parts of their body. So you do have to, again, like, know yourself, know your body, know your limits. Um, a lot of people confuse the back with the hips. So it's like you need to be moving your pelvis, not your shoulder, sis. <laughs> Bring it down. <laughs> <laughs> they in a three-point stance. <laughs> Bring it down. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you get into your twerk stand, everybody has, you know, just, you know when somebody finna start twerking. They be like, yeah, they be like telling somebody hold their purse and they finna <laughs> fix their hair. They get their hand. They get in position. That's the prep. Yeah. <laughs> Once you in that prep um, it's a lot of hips and pelvis. I don't like to call it pussy pop, but pelvis thrust. There we go. You want to yeah. throw it forward. A lot of people think of throwing it back. Throw it down, not up. I mean, you could throw it up, but you really got to know what you're doing. Like, okay, you actually put me <laughs> on because the way you said that, I was like, I was thinking like how niggas like no. give shooting mechanics. You know what I'm hey, saying? No, like, you really hey, explained that well. Right hey, that is round of applause for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's free game. A lot of people just don't know. It's like you got to throw it down. That's uh, where the jiggle come in. Ah, uh, okay. Confidence is the first thing you need, though. Yeah, like if you don't think you can do it, you're not going to do it. It all starts in the head. Ain't nobody in your way but you. That's applicable to <laughs> everything, hey, like for yeah, sure. Yeah. And I would say I, specifically twerking because that is such a... Uh, uh, um. It don't look easy. It so doesn't look easy. To the girls that can twerk, I'm like, okay, y'all, you feel me? Y'all doing something. Thank you. It's yeah. like muscles that I don't know that are there. <laughs> it is. It's a full oh, yeah. body that's workout. Crazy now, have you had a a, 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 um, a student come in that's pretty, pretty advanced, pretty veteran in this twerking game? Yeah. So, full transparency, in my personal opinion, and I am nobody, but in my personal opinion... I think you either got it or you don't. Like, you are either naturally gifted at something or you are not. And that's okay. That doesn't mean that you can't learn that skill. So, sometimes there are people, and I'm like, you are naturally gifted. Like, women with big butts, you, girl, just stomp. It's going <laughs> Just shake. stomp. Like, <laughs> just you got the- it. <laughs> um, a lot of them, they just don't know their power. Like, they don't know what they're capable of. And again, it goes back to the mindset of them not thinking that they can do that. And once they see that it can be done and you break it down to them and they do it, they take off. Like I've had a client um, smaller than me. First of all, when people see that I'm teaching a twerk class and they used to see me walk in, they're like, you girl, what you finna teach me? <laughs> and then I get to dance and they're like, oh my God, did you see that? Like, yeah, look, don't underestimate little booties now. <laughs> but little I had a client. Matter. Yeah, they be like shook it. <laughs> I had a client. She was smaller than me. We had a private session, and she literally cried. And I was like, what are you, what, 
what do I do in this moment? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> she busted out crying because she couldn't clap. Uh, and she really wanted to learn how to clap. And I was telling her, like, it's not going to happen in a couple of minutes. Like, you need to practice and work on it and believe in yourself. Like, you're going to get it. I showed you the movements. You just got to keep doing it. And maybe, like, a week or so later, she sent me a video. I know that's Thank, right. thanking, clapping. Round of applause for that. Let's clap for that. Clap for the clap. Clap for the clap. For sure. Yeah, and... um. Man, she sent me that video, and she was just so happy, and she was like, it was me. Like, I was in my own head. And I'm like, yes. And that's the first okay. barrier. So have you, like, I know you say confidence is the first key. How have you been able to cross that barrier with some of your clients? Um, Reassurance, like, practicing self-love, self-affirmations. Like, you have to tell yourself. You have to trick yourself into believing whatever it is that you want to believe, you have to practice it with self. You have to show yourself. And however you treat yourself, the law of attraction, others are going to fall in line and follow that. And um, that's a fact. Like, I've seen it happen for myself, for others. I definitely think it's all about perspective. It's all about um, confidence is the word that I use. That's like, you know, that's what comes to mind for me. But if you truly dress how you want to be addressed people will respect that and that's basically you saying how you want to be treated you need to do that for yourself and then other people will fall in line so a lot of people describe me as like this I wouldn't say dominant but like this firecracker just bold and I'm like that's how I treat myself that's how I am with myself and others pick up on that it's like if you walk around insecure People pick up on that. People pick up on energies, and they read that, and they're going to approach you the same way because if they see you treating yourself like that, they assume that's how you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> round, of, round of applause, man. God damn. <laughs> you driving cheers, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't even... When, when is the next class? My um, birthday. Yeah, on TJ's birthday, July 16th, 7 p.m., Okay, okay. Where's it going to be at? It's going to be at the Funk Factory 615, which is a black-owned fitness studio here in the Nashville area, St. Hermitage. That's 4414B, Sweet B, Lebanon Pike. But if you look up Funk Factory 615, um, it's one of the only studios, like fitness studios here, that they have, like, the bungee fitness. What's bungee fitness? Uh, They hang... I don't know the equipment, the name of the equipment, but, like, they hang stuff from the ceiling, and you can get in it, and it's, like, bungee jumping. So, like, they be jumping up and down and doing the workouts. Mm. It's super cool. Mm. It's lit, and it's black-owned. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. Anything black, we support it. Okay. Man, when I found a black studio, I was like, oh, it's a wrap for you other people. Come on now. And she support the brand. She support the culture. I had a lot of... um, it's been a journey finding a studio that is okay with what I teach mm. and then not conflicting with their values. Like, there's no value mix match with us. She's like, oh, do your thing. And I'm like, mm. boy. How oh. was the process in that? Like, having to go through studio to studio and then being hit with that information that they don't agree with what you're teaching? It was discouraging, but at the same time, fueling. Like, I have to do this for my people because there are people out here who want this. 
it caused me great inconsistency with my brand because I kept switching locations. So now I'm in Hermitage. Now I'm in Clarksville. Now I'm in Madison. Now I'm in Nashville. Um, but I never looked at it as a bad thing. I was like, with what I'm trying to do in the future, the way I'm trying to scale, I need all of these people in these different areas to know about me anyway. And the type of person that I am and the experience that I provide, they're going to follow me anyway. They're going to come wherever I am because they're not going to get this experience anywhere else. What I provide, you don't get at your typical dance class. You don't get at these studios who just offer training or whatever. You come and you... Um, you get connected with other creatives. You meet other people. You leave with community, not just confidence, but, like, you meet other dope people. You get this experience of self. You don't just get that anywhere else. I'm like, my people going to come with me regardless. And I was the person bringing these people out. Like, I'm giving exposure to your establishment because I am my own brand. And it's just always been esti uh, estimated. A lot of people... The first thing that they ask me after I say I dance is, do you have your own studio? And I'm like, no, nah, I really don't want one. Like, I want to travel. I want to go and be able to meet different people and have these classes in different places. I don't want to be stationary. And that's not that's not in right now. That's you don't really want to. The people are going to come, but you don't really want to come. You don't want the people to come. You want to come to the people. Yeah, in a sense. But also, I just don't want to be tied down to just one thing when there's so many people to serve out there. Like, gotcha. it's so many options. There's so many different um, experiences to give. And um, I just have the luxury to do that. So, like, having weekly classes, it would be different, but people don't show up weekly. It's like, they say they will, but they don't. Yeah, no, they come action. one week, yeah. You know, and, you know how niggas do. Come on, come on, you know how niggas do. You niggas know. be nigging now. <laughs> come on now. They <laughs> nigged the hardest to other niggas. So, you know <laughs> They give you the, yeah, I'm going to be there. And, and don't. And it sound real good. It, it sound sounds great. beautiful. <laughs> and then I'm sitting right there. I don't pay for this studio. I don't pay for this video. I don't pay for this marketing. Looking stupid. But it's always like, you know. It's, it's part of the journey, too. Yeah, I'm like, you know, we ain't doing that no more. So next month, we're going to be over here on this side of town. Tell your friends over there to come out. Since you ain't want to come out. And then I'll see y'all next month. Exactly. And I've seen your stuff, like, before the cohort and before meeting you, like going through your page, obviously I've seen like your stuff, like get posted before. So this is crazy that in the flesh now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what you think from the outside looking in? Uh, well, the first thing I saw was a twerking class and I'm like, Hmm, when I think of twerking classes, I think of like workout classes cause dance is workout. Mm -hmm. Dance is, is an activity. Um, I never thought of it as, uh, I don't know why I never thought of it as a teaching course. My dumb ass. Everybody's just in there throwing ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, though. We got like a little freestyle circle at the end that I always host where everybody can just freestyle. You know, okay. a lot of them, it turns into the club dance floor. And that's when like, that's like the, uh, that's like open gym almost. Like, Man. you know, niggas throwing up uh. shots. <laughs> they showing off the new tricks and stuff. Yeah. I love to see it. That's my favorite part. Yeah. I, look. As a straight man, I wouldn't come to the twerking class trying to learn how to twerk, but I would come to a dance class of, uh, ran by you trying to get a good workout in because that's what I see dance as, like a good a good workout and a good like form of expression. It is, exactly. Dance is just movement. It's just expression. I tell people that all the time. They be like, oh, I can't dance. I ain't got no rhythm. I'm like, look, get you a drink or two. 
you'll be dancing. It's just movement. That's yeah. all it is. But it is a workout. And I said, don't knock it till you try it. I ain't saying you got to be out there <laughs> popping your back out, but just try to get out there and do some of them moves. It takes a lot of takes a lot nah, of grit. Because if I'm too good at twerking, I'm going to have to look at myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, hold up. <laughs> I might have to go Magic Mike or something. I don't know. Ah, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but you have had men, like, in your classes before, yeah? I have. I have. And it's been a good time. It's been, um, it's been hilarious to watch. I love seeing people step out of their comfort zone and not regret it. They're like, you know what, this was not, I always get that review. This is nothing of what I expected, but I'm really glad I came. So I'd be like, you know, what did you expect then? They expected to be popping some pussy. (laughs) 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 But yeah, I've had people come out. It's been a great, I haven't had any bad reviews. I ain't had none yet. And if you got them, save them. Good. Now the next question that I'm sure is on everyone's mind that's watching your hair is so nice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sure every woman watching the show is going to. We need a routine. Yeah, we need, like, something. <laughs> like, what do you do to keep it looking so good? Honestly, y'all want the truth? True. Okay, so I used to be bald-headed. I used to be a chicken head. Like, you know how people put their hair in ponytails and it look like an onion? <laughs> oh, my God. That yeah. was me. That was me. And I kept my hair done because of that reason. And um, it was definitely a culture shock. I just, again, learned to love myself and embrace it. Um, I started using all natural, organic, black-owned products. I started using the stuff that was for me, and my hair flourished. I also did the big chop, but not like... I wasn't bald-headed big chop. I did. I cut off all of the transitioning hair. So I went natural. I let my perm grow out. And when I got to um, a length that I was comfortable with, I cut all the straight out. And I gave myself a diva cut. I was like, I know I haven't worn my hair straight since, like, maybe 2019 or 2018. Mm. I don't do heat. I'm also tender-headed. And, yeah, I'm like, I don't like people touching my It's matted. (laughs) (laughs) It's matted right now. Like, I tried to do some twists, and the twists had rubber bands on them. And I was like, I'm not taking this down. Like, you just starting your locks a little early. Then you playing. Like, this (laughs) this is what it is. Um, And I had some help taking it down, and I thought I was going to have this bomb twist out. And that did not happen. I got this instead. (laughs) I was like, well... But that looks good. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. That shit fire for real. Thank Very you. Cool. I appreciate that, y'all, because it's crusty. It's dry. It's hard out here. <laughs> what I don't know is your routine. Oh. Your hair is full. I mean, that hairline is full. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I don't see no scalp. It's thick. What you be doing, CJ? What you be doing? Nice. Really. <laughs> I, I, I really don't be doing shit for real. Like I just make sure I don't do it wrong. I don't be doing don't like nothing it. crazy. Man. You probably be moisturizing it every other day. Man. <laughs> How often do you get it? Uh, Man. <laughs> How often do you get a retwist? Oh, when when did you retwist me? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Um, two months ago. 
He ain't did nothing to it since. He put water on it. He ain't put no oil on it. Spray. We in the same boat. Me neither. I don't feel bad. That's why it's crunchy. Like, I ain't even gonna let y'all hit it. That's your real hair right there? That's all her. <laughs> yeah, this all me. You gotta wrap it up every night. Nah. You yeah. sleep it like it? You don't wake up with a high top? Uh, it be looking crazy. I just fluff it back out. That's right. I'm telling you. Before I came over here, That's I was looking crazy. I was like, let me throw in this jumpsuit, throw in these shades, pop, pop. We good. That's the look we gotta see, like the fresh woken up look with the. With the oh, it be man. Half of it be up. Yeah, it be crazy. <laughs> it be crazy. She says good about uh, having the bonnet on. I know that for sure. <laughs> so he le- he at least protects it. That's good. That well, I have satin sheets, so like, yeah. See, I, I said I was gonna do that because I be when Amazon. I, said, I be too. Um, like when I get in the bed, I'm going to sleep, and if I don't it's got the yeah, if I don't got the bonnet on. I'm, it is what yeah. it is. You got for y'all go to sleep? Like who got time for that in real life? Like who is sitting there, <laughs> put implementing no. all these routines? I be tired. I thought it was just me. I don't be trying to moisturize. I'm going to sleep anyway. I'm right? I'm done for. I deal with it. I mean, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to dry off. And I'm going to, you feel me? I'm going to put on my comfortable, you know, whatever I'm going to sleep in. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to sleep. I'm out. I say that say because you said something about satin sheet. One time I made the steak and I put uh, Vaseline. I was all oiled up. <laughs> <laughs> She's done. Oh, yeah. It was over with. I laid down. <laughs> <laughs> what you feel like when you lay down? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I felt like. Hey, uncomfortable, hot. About to suffocate. <laughs> Man, <laughs> like, why am I hot? You got to take another shower. Change machines. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over with. Yeah, you can't do that. That's um, I wouldn't even thought about that. And see, that's why I don't do that. That's why I leave it dry and crunchy. And until I go to the shop and let them do their job and get me right, this is what it's going to be. <laughs> you shop and do what? You, 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 like you gonna lock friends? it up? Um, I do want to get locks in the future, but when I lock it up, I want it to be a certain length before I do so. The shop, if you go to the right stylist, they will condition your hair, they'll trim it, like they gonna comb it out, they gonna do everything. I just show up like this, and I'm like, fix it, do 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 what you do, work your magic. It does, and that's why I'm so natural. That's okay, why I okay. get it done. Like, <laughs> that's why I wear it as it naturally grows, and I'm like, look, y'all going to take what I give y'all, and you're going to love it. So you have straightened that? Uh, years and years ago. So not at that length? It wasn't like that much hair when you did it? It wasn't. It silk press? What uh-huh. Yeah, so the last silk press, it was like 2018, 2019, right. and my hair was like to my collarbone. So now it's probably it's probably like right at the nipple, mm-hmm. but so we will never really know. Never. I'm not gonna flatten my hair. I'm too tender headed, and then like I dance too much. I'm just gonna sweat it back out, and I'm gonna be mad if I pay all that yeah. good money yeah. for Both me to leave. Hours. Like, no, that's not okay. Yeah. I'm glad there are three black people in the room. Very uh, voluptuous hair. <laughs> Yeah, you got luxurious hair. Oh, <laughs> Not on my head though. That's what, what? I'm. That's what I'm talking about. Ah, okay. Uh, <laughs> in y'all's journey, 
y'all's hair journey, mm-hmm. what was the most difficult part of it? Was it the beginning? Always. Yes. It's always the beginning? No. Most definitely. For me, it was. Why? Because they was just so short. I started them like. Oh, yeah. He started off from the mud, from the gristle, <laughs> from like. Really? Yeah. And like you kept them that whole time? It was that. It was that's a bunch up. of little. Like, dang, that's crazy. That's what's up. See. To see what it is now, yeah. I can't imagine. That's what's up. Like, like to that, keep them. That's like literally like a no cheating to like really grow it out. How many years did that take? Uh, how long <laughs> has it been? Uh, because you didn't have that in college. Uh, twenty sixteen, I think. Seventeen. Oh, you had grow fast in. If you look on the burn one page, one of our first pictures, like our first. What's about about six years? You yeah. know what? I just said that to you because I'm like, you need to change your profile picture because like you don't look how you look then. <laughs> like your hair long as hell now. I think I would say That's like tough. maintaining it now. Yeah, 2016. Yeah, it was hardest for me in the beginning as well. Like it was learning to see myself in my natural state. Like I was so used to. Um, having sew-ins and just having all different types of weaves, I was comfortable with myself looking a certain way. And to see the complete opposite, I was like, mm. Do you, do you uh, subscribe to the saying, the power is in the hair? Do I subscribe to the saying? Say that again. <laughs> the power is in the hair. Like people mm. say, it's specifically for black people, <laughs> the more they grow their hair out, the more power they, they, I believe they have. You know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah, I think it shows, um, that's what I'm telling him, like, that's what's up. It shows discipline, it shows integrity, it shows consistency, it shows that, like, I put in the work for this and I'm still doing it and I'm willing to do that. And not everybody's able to do that. Not everybody's able to wear their hair in its natural state and not only wear it, but, like, rock it. Like, you look good. I think black people look great when they grow their hair out. I do, too. Black people have so many different hairstyles that they can put their hair in for when it does grow out. Yeah. It always looks good. Yeah. And it seems like since the pandemic started, niggas have been growing dreads <laughs> like <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, they ain't got nothing else to do. And ain't nobody going to the barbershop. Like, like, yeah. Literally everybody got dreads now. No, the barber I'm here for it. I love to see it. Yeah, you like look it, good, though. okay? It's like a regular haircut now, $40. No, yeah, no, 40 bucks is... Minimum. Man, fucked me up the other day because I went to just a nigga that I'll be going to on some area now and then, like, hey, I mean, shit, now, obviously. (laughs) Not not as often. (laughs) It might be on some once in a half a year type shit, but, uh. Fuck you. I was about to. But no, nah, that nigga charged me forty. I'm like, okay. And they be looking for the tips. Yeah, be expecting it. But expecting forty it. is better. Like nowadays for a female's hair, first of all, you gotta buy the hair. That's three, four hundred right there. If you get in bundles. Box braids, two, three hundred right there. Even if you get the biggest ones they have, one fifty. And you still have to buy the hair. And you still have to pay for the shampoo and condition and trim. On top of all of that, like you're paying minimum one fifty two hundred minimum, and if you want anything 
lower than that, you getting like two braids, and they be ugly as hell. And how long does that last? If I'm paying three hundred dollars, how long does this last? Me? Paying more than three hundred is what it sounds like. It sounds like it's yeah. damn near about five, six hundred. For real, like. for real. Like it depends on how you maintain your hair. So with me being tender headed, if I'm getting that style, you're staying up for six months. <laughs> like we finna be locked up in here. So yeah, and be ready when I come back to take it down because you did this because you know I can't afford that, sis. I mean, hey, shout out to the wigs. I think that's where the wig yeah. game yeah. really. But those be expensive, too. Those be just, especially if you get real human hair. So I was smart. And I encourage. I'm sorry. That just sounds so, when women say that, like, human hair. It just sounds, I don't know. (laughs) They're real human hair. (laughs) Yeah, because you don't want, you got human hair. You got mixed blends, uh, which is like the horse hair, which is plastic. The shit that burn under Mm. the flat iron. um, The stiff stuff that the... I don't want to call them those names that the people walking around on the streets look crazy wearing mm-hmm. and them church wigs like you niggas know <laughs> niggas know they be looking yeah. like nah sis you had to throw that on yourself like we know you ain't go to the shop and come out with that <laughs> that stuff depending on the quality it costs money and it gets so expensive but my word of advice what I did especially if you any young girl and I also like my sister and mom is a hairstylist, so I really ain't never had to pay. But <laughs> what you should do, a lot of girls in school start to buy all of these bundles. If you save the hair, like if you buy, if you buying it good quality, you might as well keep it and go to somebody and get you a wig made. Like use the hair that you've already bought over the years and go get you some wigs made. That's what I did. And I had like six, seven Hold wigs. Up. I've heard of that. What? I've heard of that. She I'm just, telling you. Just <laughs> me up real quick. Hold get up. you a cap, right? Yeah, like don't, you ain't even got to get it. Go get them to get it. Like, hey, I Save got bundles. Yes. And then they just they sew it back on. So they go get a cap. They put it on this mannequin head, and they create the wig for you. And then I you have a reusable. Yes. No. Out of the weave that you have. The weave that you have, not the, the wigs. I mean, you can remake a wig. You're gonna have to like take it apart That's and redo right. it. Yeah. So. I mean, if you're buying the bundles, you might as well save them and just go get you a wig made. That's what I did. And I came out, I had so much hair buying it. I kept all my hair over, like, all throughout high school and whatnot. I ended up with, like, seven wigs. No, you can't tell me nothing. I got an option. You you want Selena, Brina? (laughs) (laughs) Who you want? Cardi, Megan? I got options. And I sold them all because, like, I don't even wear them no more. Now I'm like, hmm. My hair can't breathe. It's too tight. It's itching. Yeah. I can't jump in the pool with this. I'm active. I'm like, I ain't finna sit nowhere and be cute. I know I'm cute. I'm finna yeah. have fun. So y'all got that. But that's the smartest thing to do. I've seen that before. When when people do that. I heard you can get your wigs recycled. You can recycle them. Yeah. Hey. Like what you mean recycle? Like I mean like in this wig, been through some things, and I <laughs> instead of throwing it away, I feel like you know what I'm saying. They finna you reduce, reuse, and renew, and then what? Yep, yep. I remember that. Renew and reuse. You remember that? I remember that. So I'm just like, yeah, I've heard that. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you need to do. Like that's, that's how so you great. save money, because that stuff get expensive, and it's like it's expenses that don't help with nothing. Like you not. 
you're not investing in stock and you's not, this is not going to put any money in your pocket though. in the loan. It's important because it is. every time I go into like a hair, one of mega hair worlds, yeah, over there on Clarksville. Yeah, you look Man. like why wow, all this for the women's hair? No, nah, for real, this shit yeah. look like that. Dude. It's Costco in there. Man, <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> no, nah, yeah, it do be My all type of shit in the hair store. Stuff. I'm it's like, like yes, that's where you get your. That's where you. Hey, man, I'm uh, talking about the. Oil. I'll be going in the hair store and somebody just walk. You need some help? Yes, no. <laughs> it's yes. too much shit in here. Don't <laughs> no, nothing got a price on it. Don't nothing got a fucking price. I'm just looking for the little lock in jail, man. Hey. I'm somewhere looking at perms and all that. Please help me. rags with bow wow on them and shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they be having everything nowadays. They even be having little outfits. Oh yeah, bitch. <laughs> like dead ass. Outfits, shoes, jewelry. I'm like, am I at the hair store or the mall? Like, come yeah, on. And they got shit Both. for the niggas at the at the new hair stores. <laughs> yeah. Like back in the day, they didn't used to have shit for the niggas. Now they finna have. Oh a food yeah, they said y'all yeah, too. <laughs> they don't. Feel the, they they moved the way they moved the uh, fake jewelry. They still got some fake jewelry. They got the little studs. You got the little. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay. Man, that should be turning black when you get home. That's a hair store staple right there. The fake it jewelry. Is. See, my homie told me you just gotta just buy a whole bunch of them, like the what's that, like a sheet of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get a whole sheet of them. You just hey, get a whole roll of them. You know what I'm saying? But you know what? They be making it look so good under that light. You know what I'm talking about? It don't look fake. They be, yeah, mm-hmm. on them lights, them bright lights. Man, I done got got so many times. I'm like, oh my god, this is gorgeous. I get home, this shit is green. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I mean, no. Just, it's like, hey, I don't be caring. I be knowing when I'm wearing fake stuff, bro. And I don't even be if you if you assume it's real, I ain't gonna just. I ain't finna put nobody in the spot. <laughs> but I used to know a nigga who used to have the coldest fake shit. For real. Hey. <laughs> he said that shit on. He said that shit on. <laughs> He has to cite everything. He like, gonna, no he's going to know you're talking me. about him. He's going to be watching this like, he been waiting. No, is this nigga? <laughs> you mean he's going to be sitting here? He's going to be sitting right there. This is back in the day, though. This is this, this is in college. This and that's like, okay. Look, yeah. as long as you look fly in what you're wearing, it don't matter. As long He's like, bro, I got the fake Hermes. Your confidence. Like, no. Yeah. Your confidence that is Hermes your best real, feature. <laughs> look, that Hermes was real to me. That's all that matter. I think the only nigga that knew it was fake was me. And I thought the shit was cool. Okay, somebody would like, that's real Nah, but it's fly. Yeah, yeah cause I mean, think fly. about it. Why would you pay ten thousand dollars when you could pay one fifty? Come on now, come on now. 10, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I have it like that? <laughs> 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 would That's it right there. <laughs> 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 we would not be talking if this shit was real. <laughs> 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 would not be talking if this shit was real. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now shut up and go about your day. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, you know Just look That's at the shit. Look nice. You like it? Keep on. And that's really be what it is. They be like, man, it look good. Like, it's the confidence. That's why they asking. We ain't even real. That's some hater shit. Cause you in my business. Nashville getting there. Our urban community getting there. We used to hate on each other. I feel we're like putting a luxury, uh, another luxury mall up somewhere, and that's gonna have like all the actual stores, Neiman Marcuses, and everything like that. Oh, niggas gonna be off Only if we get nah, the sax. I, I mean, we already got a sax fifth, don't we? we need yeah, yeah, we got sax fifth. Yeah. yeah, but sax fifth. 
They are all right, but they don't they don't got it like Beeman Markets. Nah, yeah, we're finna get one of those high end malls. Beeman's That's gonna markets? be Markets? What is that? Some fucking uh what do they call it's it? Like, designer? Yeah, it's like the stupid high designer shit. Like it, so they're gonna have like Louis and Gucci in there. Yeah, like in but at what price? That, at that regular price. <laughs> yeah, the regular. Shit. Nah, nah, it's the prices. Like that just mean I just. It's gonna be having better. like yeah, Neiman Marcus be having like Ferragamo, Fendi. What's the fancy mall in Atlanta? Lennox. That's Lennox. the fancy one. Lennox. I thought there was one that had like or fi- high, uh, I Phipps. Uh, I think it's uh Phipps Plaza. Okay. I don't know about none of this. Yeah, that mall has like more of the high scale <laughs> stores or whatever, and apparently that's coming here. They're also building an really? outlet over there off of Twenty Four, that fucking mall over there in Antioch. That shit they're clearing out right now by Twenty Four. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be an outlet yeah. mall. Nashville really Word. getting bougie. Yeah. That's crazy. Wow, damn, they putting another mall. I mean, in I've been Antioch. seeing the construction. Oh, what you talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's been crazy. too long. Yeah, it's been long overdue. Oh yeah. I remember when we first got an H&M, niggas thought we was doing something. Man, <laughs> I was in H&M faithfully. I <laughs> Man. I went through a phase of, like, button-ups and shit, too. Nah. I mean, I had went through, like, a, yeah, like, a slight phase, but then I used to be going out and be seeing niggas with the same shit I got. I'm like, nah, yeah, that shit. <laughs> mm, see, I was in the, I was, yeah, I was, nobody was wearing this shit. Nobody that was looking at me like, right. <laughs> <laughs> you spit for the day, like twenty dollars, right? Spend a grip on that, man. Hey, forty dollar fit right here. Like me. I bet everybody's gonna be in the same Zara shit. What you mean? They been in the same Zara. Me, <laughs> 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 nigga. I've already seen niggas with the same shit I got, thinking I was exclusive. I'm not with some lie. European fit. She don't even <laughs> she don't even wash right. <laughs> she come out the fucking dryer like a tank top. <laughs> I can't even wear the bitch no more. I hate that shit. Bro. Do you read the instructions? Uh, yeah, bro. I just didn't get it right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it took me years to like finally read the instructions. Cold wash. So, I swear, I just felt like cold. Cold wash, air dry this shit. Like, no, man, what the fuck? I can only wear this once a fucking month. <laughs> How long it takes to wash it? <laughs> podcast too about uh, wearing stuff more than once a month. I was like, okay, thank God. <laughs> That's regular, ain't it? Yeah. Wearing stuff more than once. Nah, I like mean, if you had it though. Like if you had a grip, if you had the money to wear a different fit every day, would you or would you wear the same shit? Well, I think my perspective is biased because I'm a female who I ain't gonna say I used to model. I don't even want to lie like that. But as a female, nobody really questions what we wear as long as we look good in it. And me personally, it depends on what I'm doing. Like, this is something that I've worn plenty of times. I was actually thinking, I'm like, man, I think I did a podcast before wearing this same <laughs> But guess what? You didn't see me how you see me in today. <laughs> but I just go, if I'm, like, doing something where I know I want to be in something that I haven't been seen in, I just go to the store and grab something. And then it depends on how how outstanding that outfit is like anything with like texture or leather or print or something on it like a statement piece i was like yeah i don't been seen in that if i wear something i'd be like oh yeah you had on that lime ass green one piece yeah i ain't wearing it no more not that i ain't winning no more but like I never wear it to a special occasion or something. Again, like, I probably wear it to the grocery store, and then they're going to think I'm doing the most. I don't give a fuck. So but basically, like, you, you will wear it to a big 
different every day stepping out the crib. If you if you had if you if it no. was successful, like I feel like that's a waste of money because why I'm buying all these man, give me some casual. But it's not outfits. wasting, you're not even seeing it. It's just like I mean, some it, people like, get clothes for free. It's like yeah, that's what I was getting at. Like, I done got a lot of pieces where they just be like, like, I get boutiques all the time. Oh, my God, like, I love the shape. Wear this for me. And, you know, like, I'm not giving it back. Of course, I'm keeping <laughs> it. They don't want you to give it back. Like, you don't wore it now. But, yeah, if you just get it like that. Like, I know for sure. And don't judge me. Don't. Don't judge me. <laughs> I don't have to wash for, like, seven months straight. Because of how many clothes? Yeah, but these are clothes, like, over the years. Over the years, um, I've been the same size for a long time, unfortunately. So I got shit from freshman year that I still wear. If I'm, It depends on where I'm going. But, like, even if I did have all the money in the world, I'm not going to buy a different fit every day. If I know I'm, like, I'm not doing something every day. If I'm just sitting in the house, I'm not going to put on a new-ass outfit to be sitting in the house. Or I'm not going to go get a new outfit just because I got the money. That's So you wouldn't buy new clothes every day? You would wear different stuff every day. Now, if I was given a different <laughs> outfit every day, like I mean, okay, you got your computer outfit, you got your desk outfit, you got your I mean, closet at this point, outfit. You got a lot of clothes as it is. So imagine you like multi-millionaire. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. What's your name? I didn't get your name. I'm Thou Weezy. Thou Weezy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm Donnie. Donnie. The confidence curator. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. But yeah, Donnie. Um. So, like, you got a lot of clothes as it is, like, right now. You can't see yourself being, like, just super just well off to the point where you just accumulate so many pairs of shoes, clothes, jackets, shades. The type of person I am, I'm going to be truth. I don't even like clothes like that. If we could be in a nudist world, I wouldn't be wearing shit. It's hard as hell outside. But that's not the reality of things. So, I'm like, I'm just not picky about, I don't care for... I don't like saying other. I wouldn't want to see a whole bunch of other people naked, though. I can understand that, but like, I'm gonna wear the least amount of clothes possible. I'm gonna make it most convenient for me, and I want to be comfortable. So, like, I wear a lot of one pieces. I wear a lot of soft cotton. I want to be comfortable. That's what I care about. So, I don't. I don't have to have all, all of this stuff. Like, even if I was given a new outfit every day, if I didn't like it or if it wasn't comfortable. Or if it was too much, like, I don't need a whole, if I had the money, I wouldn't get a stylist. Like, if I was a celebrity or something, I really wouldn't want a stylist. I'm like, I don't want to wear all that. It's, it's not, that's just not me as a person. Some people different. I'm like, I'm not big in the fashion industry. I just like to look cute. I just like to match. I'm like, you look, you see my little bronze, my little gold? Yeah. I'm straight. That's me, though. What about you? You sound like you would. My t-shirt game. No, I ain't playing. <laughs> I had enough for shit show. Every day I'm having closets, a house. This is the house is a closet, and it's closets inside the house, which is already <laughs> closets, closets inside those closets. Damn. Like I feel like it's easier to do that <laughs> during the winter, not during the summer though. What? what? If you got it like that, you ain't gonna be trying on different. What? You know how many different colors I'm? A, I'm looking at this right now, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying to pick every color. color. I'm gonna wear every color that's on there every day. For the summer. And then when the winter comes, we know how winter, we like to, I like to throw on layers. Anyway. Like the winter, I can see that. The summer, I just can't see how someone could do that. Man, I'm That's buying consistent. a thousand pair packs of Calvin Klein white t-shirts. 
and I'm wearing a different one every day. I don't care if I don't go nowhere. I'm waking up, going to the mail, but take out the trash. I'm throwing on the fresh one. <laughs> taking out the trash, taking it off in the house, throwing it in the laundry. <laughs> and if I leave back out again, rip, I'm throwing on a fresh one. Hey. Throwing on me. a fresh one. What about you today? I mean, if I had it like that, probably I would wear like different shit, but like I'm a re rocking ass nigga. Like I don't got no problem re rocking some shit. Like I was the king of that shit in high school and the little bit of college that, that I did. Because so <laughs> you, I was probably you had some. to though at the same time at some point, right? No. You ain't never had. He like, said no. Rodney, did I have? Did I have to re rock shit? <laughs> no, but you would wear the same like jumpsuit sometimes. Well, maybe not. Rotating about favorite. the same three. Yeah, no. Four. Same, same four, and two of them look the same. Oh, damn. Like, bro, you really like this shit. <laughs> like, bro, you didn't want to wear that. So, so much so to one of his homeboys used to call him Dream Big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all been friends a long time. <laughs> For real, Green Bean. Can I call you that? That's <laughs> <laughs> green bean. Green bean. Uh, Let's not make this. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. I'm the same way. To this day, I am the same way. I'm like, you seen me in this yesterday? Indeed, you in my business. <laughs> Don't I do feel that. Like the next time I see you, <laughs> it might be in this, and you better not say nothing. I'm gonna say something first of all. What you gonna say? That's the last time you wore the last It was in yep. <laughs> it's clean. <laughs> okay. It's clean. I'm be wearing the same. Nah, I hope so. If you shit. <laughs> that's a different story. I don't care what you got on. Like, yeah, that's allowed with the be clean though. You know what I'm saying? if you stepping up, now I ain't gonna lie. I, if I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Got a little stain on it. I'm just going to <laughs> Got a little hole in it. Yeah, pick up some bread. <laughs> <laughs> Some cheese, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Impress nobody. Right? Fuck y'all. Right. But then again, it sucks because if you bump it to something <laughs> at the grocery store, I don't usually look like this. <laughs> you know what women do? They That's the type of shit that made me start dressing <laughs> up again. I was like, oh damn. Yeah. I didn't see it. I was like, yeah. I look bummy as and hell. Caught slipping. Man, but dudes, we really don't care like that. I mean, females I, don't care. either. Nah, I think nah, men I care. care. I, I care. think women at a point now probably not. I so don't. Much, I say on the low key fit, men care more than women. Women will just throw a hoodie, some fucking shits on. A nigga at least gonna he ain't gonna throw no dirty. No, I mean like as far as like like getting hollered at, like oh. a woman is like just wearing like her, her quote unquote bust down stuff. Dude trying to, I don't know. Like, <laughs> you know the sweatshirt. I don't know a hoodie or something. She just got the woke, just woke up face. Still got a couple of eyeballs. Yeah, I mean they be holding. Hey, hey, she come on. I do not like you know what I'm saying. Versus if she was actually like looking like that, she'll probably feel more confident and like receiving something. Yeah, cause you look good, you feel good. That's facts. Versus a dude, dude be hey man. Yo, what's up? We getting our work clothes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Hey, what's good? <laughs> I don't usually look like this. Smell like this. I'm just getting off work. You got to throw it in a, somehow, some way, even if it don't get brought up. Like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just, just getting off work. I got a job. You got a job. You got a job. My man, post smell after work. <laughs> that is hilarious. Some, some overtime, in, right? 
<laughs> and that overtime, <laughs> check gonna be fat. Let's get back on topic. So, curating culture. I know I asked you how do you do that, but when it comes to curating culture, what are like a few different aspects outside of dance? Mm, making people feel comfortable. People don't remember what you tell them. They remember how you make them feel. So you got to make sure that you are setting the tone and being consistent with that. So like if I had, again, people pick up on energy. If I had come in here all down and not feeling it, y'all would have been like, why would you come in here? Like, you know, that's not the vibe we were looking for or whatever. So when you're hosting something, when you're the one creating the experience, you got to make sure that you set the tone, you set the vibe, and you embody that. Like you are the starting point of that aura that you're pushing out. And it got to be up there because they're going to feed off of it. You want your aura to be so strong, even if somebody is coming in and having a bad day, uh, they mood change because that's what you're putting out. So definitely that, setting the mood, um, delivering on what you said you would do. So you ain't got to overpromise. Like if you know, let's say somebody hosting a brunch or something, if you know they finna be out here looking for the cheese boards, you just need to have that. Versus, like, you know, setting um, people expectations high and disappointing them when not delivering on what you said mm -hmm. you would do. So you got to be careful about, you know, what you're putting out there or um, just don't lie. Like, you said you was going to have the chicken bites. Sis, what is the chicken bites? Because hey, what if I hey. was only coming for the chicken hey, bites? that's a real statement because a lot of people who, and I can't name names because I can't really specify no one person, but people will make flyers for certain events. Mm -hmm. Make the event look like something crazy. Like, they gonna have it all. <laughs> Motherfuckers don't even got food at this shit. I'm like, but that's not what the flyer looked like. You Man. know what I'm saying? And now I'm in Penobis. There's nothing in here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm done. That's oh, a fact, though. Man. Like, now you are dissatisfied. You gonna remember that. You and like, I'm never man. coming back. And I'm never coming back. And I'm gonna talk bad about you. Because why you do me like that? <laughs> Because why'd you lie? Yeah. yeah, people remember how you made them feel. It ain't even about the bite. You hurt my feelings. Like, I am let down. I'm disappointed. Time. I'm angry now. Yeah. And that's yeah. what you're going to walk away with. How do you, because this is a hard thing to do. When you said your energy and you have people feed off of your energy, mm -hmm. and you're just not feeling the best and you still have to go out there and push. What do you do to get over that? I got to give myself the pep talk. Have y'all ever seen uh, It's a Reels with a girl? And she's like, y'all be weak in the knees. Stand up. Yeah. yeah. I got to give myself that type of talk. Like, <laughs> get get your ass up. You got to do this. You got to make this money. You got to show up for these people. Um, you got to you gotta walk the walk. You done talk the talk. You done put all this information out there. Um, you got to show up and embody that. You got to be that. Because you never know the change that you're going to make in the next person's life. I done had times where I wanted to give up so bad. I had, I'll use this as an example. And I'm, I'm ready to put this out there because I really don't be popping my shit how I could, even though I be popping my shit. I be popping my shit. But it's so much stuff that I don't share. It's so many things that I just don't even put out there. Um, but I'm finna. So <laughs> I was having a super 
just just was not feeling it. I was I've been so inconsistent with my brand, not because of myself, but because um, I don't have it all. And I'm doing all of this as a solopreneur. I do all the marketing. I do all the promotion. I do all the hosting. I do all the curating. I I even started recording my own classes at one point. Like I'm doing everything, and I'm only one person. And I be tired, but I gotta show up for these people. So I was super down, and I was finna cancel this class that I was having. And I'm super big on showing up for people because, again, I remember how you make them feel. I was finna cancel this class. I had only sold maybe like 26, 27 tickets. Forgot all about the door sales. I had like 10 extra people come, which was great. Um, And it was a cool class. It wasn't up to my standard. I didn't give them the experience that I wanted to. But um, this girl came up to me. And she was, I hadn't seen her around Nashville. Like, I knew she was somebody different. She wasn't one of my regular clients, this random girl. And, you know, I treated her like everybody else. Um, I gave the same experience. Um, And she came up to me. And she was like, I came from Russia to take your class. And I was like, what? Russia? Like, across seas? And she was like, yes, it was my life's dream to come take your class. And I was like, Girl, how'd you even find me? She was like, social media. Like, I seen your class. I really, I'm really inspired by what you do. Like, I really appreciate the work you're doing. I bought a ticket. I got a fucking visa to come to your toy class. And I was like, Yo. that's major. Uh-huh. And thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I was, it was encouraging, but it immediately made me so sad because I was like, I did not give this girl the experience. She she came from overseas. She traveled thousands and thousands of miles to come take a class from me, little old me. And that was before a lot of the achievements and like accolades and credentials I have now. Um, but she was like, I believed in you. Like, it was my life's dream to come take your class. And I'm like, your life's dream? <laughs> How long you been living? Hold what? On. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. To come take my class? That's what's up. Yeah, it just gave me a whole new perspective. Like, you never know how you impacting somebody, or you never know who counting on you to show up. Who's and watching? I've had, yeah, exactly, who's watching. It was crazy. She ain't never been in my likes. Um, a lot of my clientele comes from social media. That's, like, mainly what I put out there. She ain't never been on any of my social medias, no comments, no likes. Um, and I'm like, obviously, she in fucking Russia. Damn. <laughs> like, she ain't never been to no other class. She's across seas. Like, that was a lifetime experience for her, like a one-in-a-lifetime experience for her. And it just changed my perspective. And um, other people, I was starting to realize the impact that I was making on other people when they would come to me like, hey, this is how I was feeling before I came to your class. Um, I just had somebody recently tell me, and I was like, I, ma'am, I need you to say that on camera because I need these people to know the impact that I'm making. But she was like, you helped me step into a whole new light. And this lady was like 40 plus. She was like, after I went to your class, like I seen myself in a different light. And she literally 360 change. Well, not 360, 180. Yeah, she <laughs> had a complete change in character, personality. She was very shy. And again, this lady was 40 plus, is 40 plus. She was super shy. Um, she was just starting up her business. And when I see her today, she walks with her like, chin up chest out she always wearing something that's like what i would call risque uh she always showing a bit of skin a bit of cleavage like she's confident in herself and she's happy and she's thriving and so many people feed off of that 
Um, and I never knew that it was because of me until she told me, like, she just so happened to see me and she was like, Hey, how have you been? Like, I'm so inspired by you. I see you doing your thing. Um, and she was a vendor for me at one of my events and she was like, this is the impact that you made on me. And she started telling me her life. And I was like, I did this. (laughs) That is crazy. Like it just makes me, um, be so appreciative of what I'm doing. That really gives me the fuel. So I'm like, I have to show up for these people. I have to be there and be that light for somebody who needs it. Cause you never know, like a smile can go a long way. You don't know what people going through. Somebody could be on their last edge or their last leg. And all it takes is that one person change all of that. And I'm like, I'm happy to be that person, especially to do it through dance and to be able to create my own lane to where I didn't have to conform for nobody or, do anything in anybody else's way or light. I'm like, I created my own vision and I executed that and I'm helping other people do the same. So I'm like, for that, I'll get up. I'll get up and do all this. That enough is a good feeling. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so that's how I curate confidence. Hey, you, you late, my boy. You're going to you gonna have to watch the pod. You, should, you late. <laughs> That's how I curate confidence. That's what we do. That's the experience. Right. It's about you body that. <laughs> <laughs> you body that. You going with it? To the twerking class, I told her I'd go to a dance class. I didn't say I'd go to the twerking class. Yeah, but I, you know, I'd go to a dance class. Yeah, you like you gotta watch Pal Dance. Okay, I'm watching. Yeah, I'm watching. Yeah, now I do adult dance, so I do all type of um, risque things. So twerk, floor, chair. Um, sometimes I do pole. It's hard to run out pole studios, so it's like it's it's something I know how to do, but not something that I do often. You were an athlete. Um, I was. Yeah. I mean, dance is a sport to me. It's yeah, a okay. workout. It's, it's a full it's body shit. Like yeah, hot right there, boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, people man. be asking me, oh, you know, people either look at me, they look at my physique, and they assume that I'm an athlete, or they mm. assume that I dance. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I dance, but I'm not an exotic dancer. I'm like, no. I'd be on the pole, but, like, not in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we clear. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, dance is a full body workout. That's how I've been able to maintain my physique. Damn. You dance every day? You know what? I do. I always have a dance break. I'm always moving. Every Somebody day. told me every day, every like, day. man, on the way over here, that new Beyonce. You must have moved. Of course. I'm in the truck. <laughs> oh. What yeah. About, what about that uh, the new Drake? What you think of that? I love anything I can dance to, and I can dance to anything. So anything with a good beat, I'm hitting the dance floor. He'll tell you, I was on the dance floor all night. <laughs> yeah. Was he, though? He was on the dance floor, but he was not. <laughs> he, was, he was on it. <laughs> yeah, he was on it. Hey, that's why I fuck with you, Blitz, because he at least going to be out there. He, he going to be out there for sure. He hit his move. He ain't Chris Brown in the middle of the <laughs> <laughs> He be out there. Nah, yeah, nah, I ain't Chris Brown for sure. Nah, I'm going to hit my little one-two. And yeah, yeah what you do? What's your on. move? Oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did that a couple times. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's how you know. Hey, she remembers. So that's how you know that was. Hey, you got that's a go to. That's in the I bag got now. One. You feel me? Yeah. I ain't even know that was in the bag. Y'all mm-hmm. just like, damn. You ain't know? <laughs> you ain't never seen him do that? I've never seen two good dance. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you have. And see, look. 
I did that. That's what nah, I did to people. She did that real quick. He busted the move. He busted the Do we have any uh, pressing topics that you guys want to get to? Uh, yeah, prayers up for little TJ. How? Yeah, what happened? Um, I just seen that he got shot outside. I think it was outside of a Chipotle. Chipotle. I think they were trying to rob him. Is he alright? He? He's unconscious. I think they did it after seeing him. Mm. Mm. Yeah, they seen him down there. That was rough. Yeah. I guess he's stable. They ain't really spoke on the yeah, stable I don't part. Know. Really? Yeah. They just said he's not conscious after surgery, so I don't know, man. Crazy how they got it out. It doesn't surprise me no more, especially in this country. Like, I don't know. It, it feels like it's wake up some shit. somebody new every couple days. Shit, just the other week it was trouble. Oh, especially in hip-hop. Like, yeah. I mean, that's the only, I mean. Oh, okay, yeah, for sure. That's the only people and that's I like talking about. Our culture, too, on top of that. So, yeah, you're right. We, we I don't know what's going on. They, they come to take us out. <laughs> One by one, it seems like. Should be crazy. The whole Atlanta is on the fire. Little TJ, all them Florida rivals in jail, Cool Shysters, Lil Jamal. <laughs> Fuck, what we gonna Shit do? Fucked up <laughs> out here, man. What we gonna do? Any new music? Uh, oh, Lil, Lil Nas X and Youngboy. Their song drops tonight. No. That's gonna be a bop. Though. It is gonna be it's a bop. It's gonna be a bop. Though. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Look, I'm over here in my head like I'm gonna play this soon. I'm gonna call. <laughs> that it's called uh, Life of the Party. But it, it I know it's gonna be a bop. Fuck start with BT. Fuck BT. Yeah. Fuck BT. Yeah. That's how it start off. But like, you ain't heard. Hold on. It's a pop. <laughs> it's a pop beat, and you know Lil Nas X gonna do his little shit on it. But Young Boy, he like that type of. That type of sound, anyway, and he, I feel like he gonna just. Did he slide though? I don't know. I, I his li- I heard a little snippet. I don't. I know it sounded I the, okay. I got the uh, version with. You got the leak. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'll give you Young Boy's uh, verse after. You got the verse. Hey, uh, the song right. Let us hear They gonna flag the shit out of this. <laughs> <laughs> they shall is. I can't wait till they come out with a TikTok dance to it. I'm going to be on it. What he saying? Make it sloppy. Make what sloppy? It's a vibe. It's going to be a hit. It's a vibe. It's going to be a hit for sure. It ain't nothing crazy from young boy, but it's I mean, cool. Little, yeah. little eight bars or something, you know what I'm saying? And I'm sure it'll be more on the song that actually comes out. But Lil Nas X and, 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 and Top. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> that's his name. <laughs> Shut the fuck. You don't even listen to this nigga talk about some top. <laughs> that's what they call him. Too tough. Uh, what you think, Bleeper? Look, our uh, our our residential uh, young boy just died. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, it was cool, man. Young boy. I mean, I don't feel like he just slid on it or nothing, but it was all right. And I mean, <laughs> shit, it's gonna be a hit. For me. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. The video it's comes cool. Out it's too, like, it's something I can at least deal with when mm-hmm. I'm downtown, like on Broadway or in. Midtown or something. I can deal with that. That Drake album ain't grown on you? Grown? How? I ain't listening <laughs> to it. I ain't listen to it again. I like um a few songs, but Drake always got something up his sleeve. Like how the last song on the album like kinda sounds totally different. And it's called Jimmy Cooks. You know, uh, you know, if you watch Degrassi, which I did not I didn't either. His character's name is Jimmy Brooks. So I think I didn't know Jimmy's last name, but I didn't. They could segue into something. That's why I think I I think it's segueing into something. He just had to drop this real quick. It's what segueing. Segueing. It's segueing. Segueing. You know what I'm saying? I heard what you said. They said he's supposed to be dropping some more music by the end of the summer. He better. <laughs> he better because I feel like at this state of moment of what's going on in hip hop and with the urban community anyway, like bro, we didn't know, but this is what this what what this child to me you trolling, like bro, this is not what we need. I don't think right he was. Now. I don't think he was trolling. This is not. I what think we he was right smart. Now. He definitely he was wasn't trolling because I, mean, I mean, obviously, if you see what Drake Beyonce drops. just released. I mm-hmm. mean, it's obviously, it's, it's Pride yeah. Month. It's Pride Month. Come on now, young boy. Nick. What the money reside? What the money reside? I mean, he just signed a five hundred million dollar who Drake. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he had to do something for the masses. Drake. (laughs) That's the largest contract in history, right? Yeah, you got to start making music for everybody now, motherfucker. You think you have a billion dollars? You has better start singing. I thought he was out of a contract. I thought he was. He just signed a half a billion contract. He just signed a half a billion music contract. With who? Uh, yeah, I think it was Universal. Gucci and Grange signed that on. Mm. Yep. And then, you know, we got the Nike and the Apple endorsement. I don't know if the Apple thing is well, not thing anymore. Because the last, this whole album came out on Sirius XM Radio. It did. Um, it would have came out it on Apple. It would have came on Apple Music right. Radio. Mm. Dang. Yeah. Y'all be paying attention. Hey. Yeah. You got <laughs> to be in tune with the culture. We kind of like some music heads over here. Yeah, I mean, put me on. I'm just, I'm listening. Hey, hey we can drop them playlists off on your head tops and whatnot. Oh, yeah. He ain't even said, you ain't said that in a while. You ain't said that today? <laughs> you ain't said that today? No, he ain't said that. I thought he said last, your last episode he did. Nah, I only do that when we do the the socials and shit. We don't need me doing the no, socials yeah. at the beginning of the show no more. You just really only do it at the end. Yeah, we really only do socials at the end, so oh, that's when I be you that's, that's when I be hitting them with the playlist on your head tops and whatnot. I feel you. Oh, episode you'll get it later. <laughs> episode three thousand. This is actually episode one fifty three. That's what's up. Oh yeah, we didn't say that neither. Yeah, but it's it's been on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's a lot of things were on the screen, but it's been on the screen. <laughs> that's real. <laughs> We don't have anything of any substance to get into anymore. 
this is usually the part of the show where we just start fucking bullshit. Um, about music? Music, sports. We ain't talking about sports. Uh, Steph and them been getting they shit off. As they should. They should. I'm in support of everything they do. Me too, nigga. I've been seeing niggas saying that they petty. I'm like, bro, this was on they head when... Bro, them niggas gritty throughout the season and got knocked out in the second round. I think they can... Warriors can say something to them. Yeah, talk about basketball. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Y'all seen Paolo? Y'all talking about Paolo Bancaro going? Oh, yeah, yeah, going number oh, one. Yeah, Paolo went number one. Going number one. And then uh, who had the number two pick? OKC, I think. Chip. Okay, this is Golden State. Is that the name of the team? Mm-hmm. The team that won the championship? The team with Stephen Curry? Yeah. Hell yeah. 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 The GOAT, actually. There's been a debate. Mm-hmm. People trying to say is Steph Curry like top ten now? I think he was I already. Think so. I thought he was already top ten, but nigga said he needed a Finals MVP. <laughs> I don't think you need right. one of those. Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> but no, nah, he's he's definitely top ten. He's in my opinion the best point guard ever. He's over Magic. I can't give him over Magic. When can you give it to him though? Because he because if he gets two more rings, it's if, undisputable. I ain't even gonna say he got to get two more. You get another one, yeah. Well, that's happening. Mean shit. We never know. Probably it's it's looking like more than likely it will, but because I don't see a weak spot on that team. Uh, I mean, uh, I think just dealing with money because I think Kevon Looney's up for a deal. Uh, they gonna go. Into it's a the couple of people. Though. They got some. They can most definitely. So didn't the NBA just had their first billionaire? Wasn't it like LeBron James? Mm-hmm. Why I thought all of them was billionaires? A lot of them <laughs> niggas can't manage their money, surprisingly enough. You think they would be billionaires? You would think. Yeah. <laughs> Look, if we were given that kind of money. But they millionaires. <laughs> yeah. They millionaires, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All of them. Most of them. Some of them thousandaires. Some of them, some of them are mm. uh, 300,000ers. Yeah, $800,000 contract, which is still a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, but those are good Not millions. Bills. Team is making them rings. Eminem's be a professional athlete. I'm trying to tell you, LeBron said he wants to uh, bring a team to Las Vegas. He wants a team. <laughs> I think he'll get one. He will. He's a billionaire. He's still playing a sport. You should buy the Kings, bro, and move them hmm. to Akron. I mean, uh, they're already looking for expansion. So, I mean, I feel like that makes sense. Like the. One of the greatest players of all time, getting ready to retire probably in a year or two. Well, he just hit a billion. I don't know if he's gonna be able to buy a team like right off the bat, it will like sole own it. No, no, it, he Shit, would, it the be league ought to fuck with him really on a little on a, discount. on a deal or something, right? They need twenty five percent. LeBron needs twenty five percent off. I don't, discount. Think, I don't think he would buy it in his name. He'll put it under. LBJ. Yeah, but it'll be under Maverick or somebody. Yeah, it'll be under something else. Under one of it'll his be companies. under. Uh, Clutch or something. Yeah, Clutch Sports. Clutch or buy and then whoever the business owner. Well, Clutch can't buy it because they're a sports agency, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'll have to, it'll be another deal. Yeah, yeah. They got. Yeah, yeah. He should do. Yeah, you ain't Steve Ballmer. You only got thirty bill put up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You got a Billy. So it's like, all right, now it's like there's levels to the shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at Michael Jordan, a billionaire. Like, He's a multi-billionaire. MJ. I mean, now, but like, when he first cracked the Billy, 
you don't remember that? And he, it was like, he was like, dang, people think he's a billionaire. He owns the Charlotte Hornets or whatever. They should get more. It's like, a billionaire, you run a professional organization, it ain't a lot of money. Yeah. Especially I mean, if y'all not cost winning. Three billion. <laughs> they really tax right like also more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And taxes, especially. So yeah, you ain't got the. Yeah, got some yeah the y'all not winning. The owners of these teams, they don't give a fuck. They, they own real companies like how fucking Kraft. The Broncos just got bought by Sam. Kraft, the cheese company? Walmart. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. own the Patriots. No, no, no. It's, it's not the cheese. I don't think it's them. No, no Kraft? Kraft. Robert Kraft. Robert Kraft? Kraft? Kraft cheese. Swear to God. Yeah, yes, bro. Imagine you own a cheese company Swear. and you own Th- basketball Stop team. playing. You didn't know that? <laughs> Nikki Harrison, the owner of the Miami Heat, works for like Boeing or owns some shit like that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Damn. So, yeah. Yeah. These motherfuckers have bread. <laughs> and cheese. <laughs> I'm thinking like imagine going up and like, hey, what do you do? Yeah, I got a cheese company and a basketball team. I'd be like, how does that correlate? Or like, you just got money, you just dishing it out. Uh, you just do what the fuck you want to do. Not only do I have the best sliced cheese, <laughs> I got Tom Brady. Like the Fords. <laughs> okay. The Fords own uh, the um. No, I swear to God, lines. I'm pretty. I'm mm-hmm. I'm almost positive there's no relation. I'm looking it up though. I'm almost positive. <laughs> How many motherfuckers do you know with the last, I used to watch last name Kraft spelled food the same way as Kraft cheese? I used to watch documentaries with food with Cam of American Foods. Does it came up in it? Yeah, and they just own multiple businesses. I don't think it has nothing to do with food. Kraft is a cheese company. It's a really big. You don't know the but brand Kraft? Yeah, but like what I don't think you know? his last name. Johnson and Johnson. You think it's like, plenty of niggas now spelling Johnson. I don't know too many crafts. Niggas want to <laughs> fact check my shit, but nah, I'm pretty sure. I ain't fact checking your shit. It's just I know what I know and I don't know what I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't find it right now. Look, did you see that Kellogg's is breaking up? Kellogg's <laughs> is breaking up. <laughs> With who? They're going into a cereal division, a snack division, and a something else. But they're not gonna own all three under they one had umbrella. They Kellogg's had more than cereal. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Then they gotta do that because you know Pepsi owns Kellogg. Hmm. Dang, I ain't studying the right stuff in the world. Dolan <laughs> <laughs> was right. There is no relation. Drop a bomb on it. She's not related to the. But their family is like another craft group, and they're just billionaires who own the business. But they didn't make the cheese. Yeah. They didn't make it with cheese. They didn't make the cheese. Get them in some claps. Get them in some claps for craft. Hey, shut up. I'm going to get massages like Deshaun. So you saw that shit, right? He uh, settled 20 of the 24. He has. You think he had to? He absolutely. You're not. Not rolling with the the new uh, conspiracy theory, which is that as soon as the shit came out that it was going on like in a Texans like facility under like the some Texans like contractor's name or some shit that they had something to do with, and it's really the ones that leaked all this shit, and they've been knowing about all that shit. So, I mean, 
I believe that they probably knew and they probably because they, there's, there's evidence out there that the Texans aided him with like confidential paperwork, non-disclosure paperwork, like papers and shit so he can just have on deck and they gave they supplied him with hotel rooms and with whatever hotel that he was at he, he never paid for it. It was always Houston, Texas. So it's like what you think this man doing? You give him a whole bunch of non-disclosure agreements and you book him his private room and it's private. Like nobody knows this is Deshaun Watson in this hotel. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, they probably didn't know, but they knew. You know what I'm saying? They know enough to know, but make sure they didn't know enough so they can get caught. They can just say they didn't know. That makes sense. Most definitely. You know what I'm saying? That's they what they need to be doing. For shit show. But him, yeah, he had to settle that money. They couldn't prove nothing in court. He's a quarterback for a football team. And this too many women then came out and then said <coughs> Like at that point, it's like. I got a couple questions for y'all. <laughs> talk to me. Don't talk. How do y'all me. feel about the food shortage that's going on right now? It's ridiculous. I, uh, I saw a report. I don't even know if I could call it a report. But like 111 fucking food factories have burned yeah. down since the beginning of 2021. Have burned, burned down. down, burned down, got set on fire. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. hundred and eleven. Do y'all feel like we're going into another pandemic? I think we're going to a recession. Recession and a pandemic. It's another virus out that's not even COVID. You hear what they call them? the monkeypox? Nah, it's something different than monkeypox. Although yeah. niggas gotta be afraid of monkeypox because that shit should stay in Africa. <laughs> monkeypox is in the United oh States. Like dead ass. Like that's something they that only, they only they stay only on the spread. eastern side of the world. Like, we ain't got no cures for none of that over here. No, we don't. They ain't got no cure for COVID. Not really. There's another, um, there's another. Nobody said there was don't a don't fucking Don't get the mic tossed at you. Don't, yeah. So, uh, there's another, there's another. A virus out that's worse than COVID. It's not as um I don't think it's spread as <laughs> you, you laughing motherfucker. But uh yeah, they're saying more people can get it. It hasn't spread as fast as COVID yet, but it's out there now. That's scary. Have yeah. any of y'all had COVID? Yeah, yeah, this motherfucker. Yeah, both y'all. I Me too. Had, I never had this shit. Yeah, never had COVID. Look at you. I'm, I'm you know, blessed. I seen the meme. It was like, um, it was like, dang, even in the middle of a pandemic, a disease didn't even want me. Wow. They said, they said, uh, like some people got like certain genes. If you haven't gotten it yet, you got like this certain gene. Like, so you a super. Well, I mean, you really I'm just knowingly. I'm a super nigga though. <laughs> so you like, really just knowingly haven't had it then. I've. I, that's I've, what I think. I've been getting tested. Like when yeah. the shit was going on, I got tested regularly. I think I it was tested. a lot of people who had it and just didn't get tested for it, for sure. Yeah. But kudos to you, man. Appreciate so, what what is your diet like? Like, do you take any supplement? Put us on. I don't take any supplement. Yeah, anything. we need the routine. I don't yeah. have a routine. Be blessed. Uh, yeah, just blessed to just not blessed. have come in contact with it. Look uh, at you. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been around folk like who have it, and I don't wear my mask around them, and it just don't—I don't get it. 
Yeah, so you got that super gene, huh? Yeah, man. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> they said, like, um, you could trace this gene back to, like, the, the Neanderthals. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what they said on the news, oh, man. Oh, I was like, damn. Yeah. I don't, you know, I didn't do any research past watching television. So, <laughs> I'm just telling you what the TV told me about me, man. That's all I'm saying. The internet don't lie. I ain't never seen a lie on the internet. <laughs> no, but I'm blessed to have not had it. Uh, this nigga, like, I've, I've seen different forms of it. Like, he said he didn't feel great. Um, I know other people who said they had it, and it went through it pretty fast. So, I don't even know what people make of it. Like, some motherfuckers just get fucked up off of it. Yeah. Oh, they gave that nigga was Advil. He really had to thug that shit out. Yeah, because they ain't got no cure for it. I had, and they was like, yeah, just stay home. And I'm like, where's the medication? I'm like, yeah, stay home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. And I got it right when I was bragging about not getting it. I was like, man, two years in, I ain't got got yet. My yeah. ass was down. Yeah. It was crazy. I didn't <laughs> I wasn't where I was at. I was yeah, you would have been straight. They where didn't was you at? Oh. Oh, damn. They gave that nigga two Tylenol. She said, said, go to sleep. Damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> <laughs> like, how the hell did they get it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no close contact. <laughs> Ourselves. How the hell? <laughs> Isolated area. <laughs> Fucking insane. You need as quarantine as it could get. Man, man. <laughs> Dar's coming up with COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. Dar's coming up with the shit. <laughs> with the COVID. Do we have anything else we need to cover, you guys? Johnny, I'm going to throw another round of applause for our special guest today. You've been very insightful. Thank you. Thank y'all. Glad I could be there for you. For sure, for sure. Make sure y'all follow Donnie at Lamaria. L-A-M-A-R-E-A-H. There we go, because I was not going to mess that up. Yeah, it's not Lamaria. I was going to say something (laughs) around that. What (laughs) was you going to say? Let me hear it. Yeah, Lamaria. Yeah, Lamaria. Lama, damn. I think it's because of the space in between. It made me feel like it's two words. So what I'm space? Not, yeah, it's all one word. Yes, yeah, so. <laughs> I swear it looked like it was a space in between. Mm-mm. No underscores, no nothing, right? No. Nah, now, nah, some people I'm talking have. About, like, oh. the profile name. The profile name? Yeah. Oh, Lil Maria? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, okay, so that happened from Facebook. Like, you know how they make you put a first and last name? I couldn't just put uh, one name and the okay. two are attached. So I was like, hmm. I, again, I was young. Don't judge me. Little Lamaria. Little Lamaria. <laughs> but don't nobody call me that. Like, when somebody call me that, I know you strictly only know me from social media. Donnie. Yeah. Okay, so Donnie. Okay, I got a lot of nicknames. Donnie is gangster. Donnie can't, yeah, niggas be thinking I'm nigga, I'm a nigga, and then I be showing up, and they're like, damn, that's Donnie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> TJ was show like, Donnie coming on the pod. I was like, just tell him, uh, tell him <laughs> where he's <laughs> 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 
<laughs> He's like, she. <laughs> I was like, oh, right. <laughs> that came from another nickname. So my nickname used to be Donut because I like, I had a Krispy Kreme face. I don't know. I was just, man. All right. Donut. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be Donut. They, I would always go to school with a box of donuts, like a dozen, <gasps> daily. You would be homeless. Not for sure. For sure. I used to smash donuts, and my name is Donisha. But for some reason, can't nobody get the Don right. So it's Donisha, Denasia, Denisha, Danisha. And I'm just like, it's Don, just Don. So then my friend, one friend started calling me Donnie. She was like, yeah, Donnie. And I'm like, bitch, that's a man's name. And then it kind of grew on me. I like that it gives the unexpected. I'm just not what people expect. Like, yeah, Donnie. That's made it. it. You made a unisex. Period. Yeah. Stamped that. D O N N I E. However you want to spell it. I fucking hey, fuck fuck <laughs> feel it. <laughs> I feel that shit. As long as you get the Don. Yeah, this Beyonce right. You know who you are. Lamar. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Bad. It's Lamaria. Lamaria. It Lamaria. all flows together when you say the full name. Donisha <laughs> Lamaria Wells. Yeah. We got it spelled right at least. So. Yeah, that's how it matter. Look, it better pop up the correct way. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Some people thought my name was like Rhea or something. They would think it, the L A M would be I am. I'm like. They thought my name was Arya. Somebody uh, asked me they, was I Hispanic before based off the name. And I'm like, yeah, I'll just make it up anything. Making their names like creative as hell. I will on say that both of y'all could pass as Jamaican. Because of this skin. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you couldn't see my eye. Huh? <laughs> Come on. Dominican. 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 That, that rich chocolate color. Because y'all, yeah, y'all have, rich chocolate. y'all have rich They're skin. Rich. Come on now. <laughs> Sun <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this that silk chocolate, okay? Well, Lamaria, thank you for coming on to the show. Thanks. We have your first meeting and everything recorded on film. I need you to go on and hit them with the, hit them with the, the whole thing one more time. What whole thing? The the social media rollout, like the, um. you can be uh, the, curated I, I need to hear it all again one more time all right thank y'all so much for having me on y'all podcast tonight again i am donisha the confidence curator aka donnie my business is risque regards where we provide empowerment through dance and networking i teach adult dance and our slogan is your confidence is your best feature you can find me on all social media platforms at Lamaria, L-A-M-A-R-E-A-H, or my business page, subscribe, riskeregards.net. You can get at me, your boy, Too Bleasy, at AsianNocho8. That's on Instagram, Twitter, and Apple Connect, where I'll be dropping a playlist off on your head tops and your snot. You can get at me, at Rodney underscore Boston on Twitter. Wow. Y'all follow the Burn One Podcast at Burn One Podcast. And that is the number one because we are the number one podcast in these motherfucking streets. Yeah. Get it. We out.
Hey, hold on, bro. I'm, I'm doing a little podcast right now. I highly I you. Look here. This is how it's gonna go. I'm gonna do what the B say, do. You do what the DJ name say. And burn. Just burn one now. Burn If you ever try, you might burn one. Now I'm gonna burn one for you.